Matthew Stafford and I were actually at the Manning Passing Academy at one point together in 2008 or 2009. You know, once I got the job here, we were in a group text, kind of starting to be able to chop it up a little bit, get to know him a little bit. And um, then you just watch the film. I mean, his tape is his resume in terms of the player that he is. And then you start to see the leader and the player and the person that he is uh, really come alive. And, and that's been really something that I'm looking forward to getting in person with him getting around him to learn from him as well and anything that we can add to uh, continue to adjust his game to the right trajectory would be great. Hello and welcome to our first Rams Revealed as Super Bowl champions here in Los Angeles. As you know, there is no offseason in the NFL anymore. So why don't we just treat this as the first episode of the 2022 campaign and the first order of business for the Rams was rebuilding a coaching staff that lost so many contributors. Fortunately for the Rams, though, at least one of the new additions is a familiar face. Our guest this week to kick it all off is new offensive coordinator Liam Cohen. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys <laughs> having me on. Seriously, what an unbelievable experience to be back here. You were away for what, all of 12 months yep. after a very productive season in Kentucky. What did you miss the most? Uh, you know, the last three days, I haven't seen a cloud in the sky. So I think that's um, one thing that absolutely missed. And just being a part of an organization that is, uh, you know, obviously truly in alignment and, and winning and winning football games. And, and this organization was so good to me the first, you know, three years of my experience here uh, to be able to come back and learn from Sean and the players uh, was something that just we could absolutely not pass up. Hmm. We saw you as a rising star in the coaching ranks. It's happened very quickly for you. Uh, you had other opportunities, though. Miami Hurricanes, New Orleans Saints. Mm -hmm. Why was this the only one you were interested in? Um, just the opportunity to come back and be a part of this. And, and so much of my coaching identity was was formed here under Sean and under this organization. And um, to be able to go and do it at Kentucky for a year was a great experience. Put this offense to paper in the, in the college game. Um, and then to be able to come back here to be a part of it, to be able to coach Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, uh, Robert Woods, to be a part of all this again, uh, coming off of the season that uh, we're coming off of is just something that you just dream of to be at this position. Yeah, lots changed around here. Yeah. You mentioned Stafford, mm -hmm. World Championship. Yes. The FOMO was real. It is. <laughs> it was very real. I mean, watched you guys every week. Um, the beauty of we, we would get the film every Wednesday uh, in the system. We'd show it to our players at Kentucky, and we ran this system. So it was great to be able to watch. And then you start to see some of the things Matthew was doing on a game-by-game -game basis, and it just really excited you about the opportunity to come back. Before we get too deep into the transition here, though, how about everything that's changed in your life yeah. since we've seen you last? Bring us up to speed. Uh, so last year, right before I left for Lexington, got got uh, engaged and, and uh, married in, in California. Um, had our six-month-old son uh, born uh, the last week of August, the week before the season started. Uh, Jackson is a spitting image, unfortunately. So, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's a great opportunity for our family to really come, come alive again in California. She, my wife, Ashley, was here for 12 years uh, prior. Uh, I was here for three and we met out here and she has so many friends and family that are out here to be able to have this experience to do it together as a family is just unbelievable. Good for you. Congratulations. We wish you all the best. Thank um, you. 
aside from Jackson, the person you might be spending the most time with, Sean McVay, sure. But yeah. Matthew Stafford next, yeah. how is that relationship developing and where did it start from? How much of a foundation did it have? Um, yeah, actually it's funny. Matthew Stafford and I were actually at the Manning Passing Academy at one point together in 2008 or 2009. Zach Robinson was also there. Um, and then, you know, once I got the job here, we were in a group text, kind of starting to be able to chop it up a little bit, get to know him a little bit. And um, then you just watch the film. I mean, his tape is his resume in terms of the player that he is. And you start to watch some of the sound bits and, and things of that nature of the mic'd up. And you start to see the leader and the player and the person that he is uh, really come alive. And, and that's been really something that I'm looking forward to getting in person with him getting around him to learn from him as well and anything that we can add to uh, continue to adjust his game to the right trajectory would be great do you outrate him at that manning passing academy absolutely yeah. not oh. absolutely not i was the only one double fcs guy at the at the camp and i just sort of watched you saw eli and peyton all those guys throw and then when matthew threw it was a completely different sound and feel so i uh, really look forward to seeing that in person already early on you've referenced following along mm -hmm. uh, while you're coordinating kentucky going through an sec schedule keeping an eye on the rams and what they're up to matthew stafford sean McVay included what did that look like in terms of your weekly cadence yeah taking in NFL film and trying to translate it to the group that you were working with? Yeah, once I was here and was able to learn and digest this system and offense, it was uh, pretty simple at times to be able to show the players in Kentucky the film that we were watching. It's the same concepts, the same philosophy, the same plays, and then really just diving into the technique and fundamentals that the Rams would use. And the time on task that you have in the NFL is different than the college game. So the ability to, for us to every week be able to show Rams film more so to talk about fundamentals technique less scheme and show the players this is how it's supposed to look and they really took to that and, and a lot of guys their games got better they improved uh, just by watching these players yeah I remember talking with you a little bit about that on the sidelines in Tampa Bay yeah. before the divisional game it was great to see you there little yeah. did I know that we'd be sitting down again Same. so soon yeah um, but let's start there in terms of the Rams postseason journey, right. having followed along so closely, but also seeing them go up against Tom Brady yeah. and being a Northeast oh, yeah. born and raised quarterback. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're yeah. a TB 12 guy, right? Totally. I wore number 12 in college because of him. So what was that particular day like for you with where you were in your yeah. coaching evolution, your mm -hmm. friendships and right. admiration on both sides? Yeah, it, it was just a great opportunity to come. I hadn't seen a lot of these guys since leaving and um, to be able to come back with a sense of pride that um, the things that I learned here, I was able to take somewhere else and have success um, and to teach the players and, and have that um, little bit of validity to be able to go and do it somewhere else and um, to be able to see the coaches, players, management thing, everybody part of this organization again, and then to watch an unbelievable game take place and uh, watch Tom Brady compete against, you know, my, my future employer again. And uh, I was a Tom Brady fan my entire life and career. And uh, it was just such a great day, beautiful atmosphere, really loud, great atmosphere for a game. And I uh, just had a great opportunity to come down there confirmation that as these conversations with Sean and the Rams continued that right. these still were relationships that you wanted to pour into and yeah. develop more yeah it, it was 
only got to see Sean very briefly before the game. Got to talk to more of the coaches prior in Starbucks. We kind of had a little bit of a uh, little community deal there in terms of getting together. I got to meet Raheem that day. Um, just be able to see the, the the whole organization, just some of the, the love that we had for each other and, and the relationships that I was able to build here. Um, it obviously helped me come back here in, in, a, in a seamless transition. Where'd you watch the Super Bowl? I watched it at home. I had a bunch of the coaches at Kentucky. I was supposed to be here. Um, had a flight, had a hotel, had rental cars, had everything uh, except for the tickets of the game. And, and we just decided as a family, we we're just like, look, rather watch it at home and in Lexington. And we had family and friends over. My wife's family was in Cincinnati. We had a bunch of the coaches over to watch the game. And um, it was it was more than just for me. I mean, so many of the coaches in Lexington at Kentucky had so much admiration and buy-in to this system and to these players and the coaches because of how much they watched and learned this system. So it was really fun to be able to watch it with those guys. Feel free to give me a high-level take on the game if you want, but I'd love to ask you about the final drive in particular and seeing that through a future NFL offensive coordinator's eyes. It's about players, not plays at the end of the day. Matthew Stafford and those guys just made plays and Sean put them in unbelievable opportunities to be successful. But at the end of the day, Matthew Stafford makes a no-look pass to Cooper Cup on the in-breaking route. And then uh, Sean puts him in a position to be successful on the fade. And that's just players making plays, but also your coach thinking about players, not plays. And I think that that's what ultimately decided the football game. Okay, so if I took the Super Bowl away from you Mm -hmm. and that drive and those plays, and I said, you've studied every snap of the Rams 2021 season, Mm -hmm. what was your favorite play or concepts? Um, The play action, the flea flicker screen to the tight end was an unbelievable niche. I mean, something that you just had not seen on film, and it really showed Sean's just in the staff's unique ability to change and to to evolve things that you just that's the beauty about Sean and this whole place is it's ever changing and ever evolving. And to be able to see some of the different concepts, putting Cooper in the backfield to do some of those different things Mm -hmm. that he does so well from this two man stacks and uh, all the success that he's had. Everybody in the building knows that the ball is going to Cooper cup and he still has, you know, the ability to catch the football as many times as he did and have the production that he did. I feel like that's probably the most success and, and thing that I was really excited to watch. You look at the personnel involved in that play, probably not, not the way that they repped it in practice all week? Nope. I can only imagine not. And, yes. And yet having the confidence in whoever needed to step into those yes. roles, the Kendall Blantons of the world, the Bryson Hopkins, yeah. who eventually Ben Skorana carried yeah. it down the stretch. I was so happy to see Kendall Bland and, and Bryce Hopkins make plays in those situations because I was on the scout team with those guys mm-hmm. a few years ago and was just so proud to see their development and, and to be able to shine in those big time moments really shows that, hey, we can have some success moving forward with these guys. And that kind of leads me to where do you go next? I'm sure these hours these days are spent anticipating, planning as best you can for a season that's still months away. Yep. But the personnel might be months away too. Robert Wood's still on the shelf. We'll see what happens with Odell Beckham Jr. in free agency. He's going to be coming off surgery no matter who he's playing for. Andrew Whitworth now officially retired. Other potential turnover on your offensive line. How do you and Sean and the coaching staff sit down and anticipate what is to this juncture still pretty unknown? You know, I think at the end of the day, right now, we're trying to just come up with the self-scout, really look at what we were, they were this past season. How can we tweak some of the concepts? 
and uh, X's and O's right now where we cannot control the personnel right now. So for us, it's about diving into the scheme. We have a ton of new coaches on staff that we need to start to teach the the system to. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that'll be a big part of this off season right now is teaching some of the new coaches, new staff members, and then just really getting around the players that we know will be in the building and trying to make the most of their opportunities. And as the personnel and, and free agency and draft comes, I think that that'll be an exciting time for us as it you know has been for the last few years, especially in the free agency market. Um, but it's really more so diving into the scheme before we dive into personnel right now. Yeah. And you're still going to be a three receiver yes. diet group. You're not going to run out with three tight ends on the opening no. snap of 2022, presumably. No, but you know, and that's where Sean, I just think he's always done such a good job. It's about players, not plays. And it's about fitting yeah. this scheme and the concepts to the personnel. So I do believe whoever is running out there and, uh, in all 11 next year, we'll have the, the right plays and concepts for those guys. Let's circle back to some of your player development days then, because I do think that is always a key to any new season, but maybe especially for this 2022 Los Angeles Rams season. I'm talking about how do you extract value from, for instance, the top pick of last year's class, Tutu Atwell and his unique skill set. How do you bring Jacob Harris into the fold coming off of an injury of his own? Any thoughts on some of the players who we do know are in-house and will be a part of your huddle next season? Yeah, I think, first of all, starting with Tutu, you know, obviously came from Louisville where, you know, I would miss him from a, by a year at Kentucky, but being able to watch his skill set and obviously he can run, you know, he can really stretch the field and it's about keeping him healthy at this point and trying to really maximize his potential and find out where he fits. What is his niche going to be? Uh, within this system and trying to really dive into his development over this offseason. Uh, definitely an explosive player that we need to be able to get some, some mileage out of. And then Jacob Harris, I mean, I've watched so many clips of him I actually was sent some film, you know, from here just on a camera of how dynamic he was in the offseason last year. His movement skills, his ability to stretch the field. He could absolutely be a matchup problem on some linebackers and safeties that way. Again, just about his health and really trying to dive into his development both on and off the field this offseason. How about from an offensive line standpoint, uh, losing someone like Andrew Whitworth inevitably means tectonic change. But I think back to where the Rams were this time last year, and it seemed like maybe they're going to get more stout, Mm -hmm. a little bit bigger on the interior, Mm -hmm. maybe change some things up in their running game. And inevitably, it's kind of circled back to, no, Brian Allen's going to be our starting center, and we are going to kind of stick with more of the outside zone concepts in the end. Yeah, I think you go back to even 2017 when when Sully was here at center, and then the following years in 19 when Blythe moved over the center. And Sean has always had that similar type of personality and player at that mainstay position at the center. Um, And Brian just, he's a former wrestler, total competitor, leader, does all the right things that you're looking for. I mean, Brian Allen knew all the formations, pass plays when I was here. He's a total student of the game. And uh, at the end of the day, his comfort level, especially with Matthew, is of the utmost importance and him be able to continue to lead and work the zone concepts, which like you mentioned, we're not as big on the interior, which allows us to be able to run off the football and run the wide zone and mid zone concepts a little bit more than some of the gap and trap. 
safe to say that you and Sean spent some time mm-hmm. diagnosing where the running game came off the tracks in the mm-hmm. postseason and why it broke down the way it did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, um, you know, sometimes you go into f- certain games with a, with a philosophy of running the football and you want to try to establish that to a certain extent. Every game is going to be different. Every every matchup and one-on-one is going to be different. And when you sometimes you don't have the success that you're looking for, you have to adjust. And I think that they did such a nice job throughout the season of adjusting throughout. Then you get a couple injuries, specifically on the perimeter. It pigeonholes you a little yeah. bit. And um, I just thought they did such a nice job of being diverse enough within the run game to run it just enough mm-hmm. to continue to put the ball in Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup's hands and throwing the football to have the success. You led me right to where I wanted to go next. Whether the running game is working or not, at least you had Cooper Cup at your disposal. What can he possibly do for an encore next season? I, know, I almost named my son Cooper. So, I mean, that's just who he's just the man. He's the absolute best, purest form of a human being that um, he is going to continually get better. And that's his work ethic. That's his mindset. He was never going to stop. And uh, you saw some of his input in the run game this year. I mean, almost utilized as a fullback or an extra tight end mm-hmm. at times. Um, he's just such a selfless player that. Uh, all he wants to do is continue to work and get better in his, in his knowledge and chemistry with Matthew. You've seen really take off to a whole nother level. I just think that Cooper knows exactly what he needs to get done, probably some, more so than some of us do as coaches. He knows himself so well. He's so self-aware that he's going to come back this offseason with a total mindset to get better this offseason. Liam, a few more granular things as we um, wind this down. Up in the booth or down on the sideline for you? I'll be down on the sideline. Yep, I'll be down on the sideline communicating with the quarterbacks and, and Zach Robinson and, and with Sean McVay as well and getting that, that whole dialogue going, which will be great. Yeah, tight end coach Wes Phillips off to Minnesota to yep. join KOC. I believe that means you're going to need some new eyes in the sky this year. What is that going to look like for you and Sean? You know, I think I, as we're working through that right now, you know, I think guys like Jake Peets and, you know, Greg Olson and you know, Zach Cromer was up there this past year as well mm-hmm. and just trying to navigate through some of that stuff right now as a staff and you know once we kind of get the full staff here together right now um, you know we'll, we'll get through that stuff in the next couple of weeks one other move I'd like to get your perspective on that is Thomas Brown working with tight ends and yep. an essential group but also I, I think a nice step for him in his career because yep. that coaching position is at the fulcrum of everything you want to do on offense how does that set him up for the next step in his career absolutely does i mean thomas is a total stud you know he's a total stud that just he truly understands all 11 he sees it from a big picture he's been a coordinator in the nfl in the college game uh he's just such a great person that understands the whole thing what we're trying to get accomplished i think this will really give him an opportunity to learn more of the pass game be involved in the pass game you know installation and uh Coach some really quality football players in that room that have had a ton of success here. I'll apologize for the question. I'm not the first to ask it. I'm sure I won't be the last. Being the Rams offensive coordinator has become one of the fastest tracks in all of football coaching. Is it your aspiration to be a head coach someday? Absolutely. You know, I, absolutely. I don't have any uh, thoughts that that might happen in the near future. I yeah. just hope that, hey, I can do the best job here as, as I can to try to help Sean and help this organization win another Super Bowl. But yes, that is absolutely a f- you know, future goal of mine. And whenever that, hopefully that does happen, you know, I'll be pretty pretty loyal to this place, though. He made you sound like at least a two-year yeah. n- non-compete yes. right now. No I'm, just, I'm kidding. No, I need to know good. the details there. We're glad no, to no. have you back. Yeah, you. Is it strange, though, going into this season, having had a taste of it now, to not be calling play? and to leave that in Sean's hands. For sure. 
um, it, it's definitely something that you know, have to get used to a little bit, but I only did it for a year and um, it, it is nice. It's a great feeling to be able to call football plays, especially when they work. When they don't, not so much, but um, this was this was about coming back to learn and, and, and to really get back into this organization with Sean and try to help and, and facilitate anything I can with him. Who was the better state player of the year back in 2003? By the way, Rhode Island's or Georgia's? Oof, I think I'm going to have to go with Georgia. I mean, he was just a better athlete than I ever could be. I mean, I was pretty You were a better collegiate, though. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Sean's just, he, he can go out and still demonstrate everything. I might still be able to throw it a little bit, but, um, you know, it, it, it has always helped. I'm a son of a coach. You know, he was grew up into, into this football philosophy family and just, he's always been in it. You know, he's always been in it similar to myself. And that's why it's always worked for us. I know how close you are with Shane Waldron. Mm -hmm. And if he happens to catch us or listen to this, uh, Shane, uh, wish you all the best. But uh, talk about a season of transition up there in the Pacific Northwest. One, how did he support you in in this growth? And how did you kind of celebrate the news that now you're both coordinators in the NFC West? I mean, Shane is the reason why I'm here. Um, You know, we worked together at UMass got here because of his suggestion to Sean and to the staff and uh, I owe a lot that you know being here to him but nobody's going to be able to you know w- withstand that up there in, in Seattle more than Shane I mean he's just so steady so calm collective um, I, I believe this next year will be an unbelievable jump for him and for that staff and for that organization hopefully to keep moving in the right direction for him specifically obviously being an in uh, division rival but you know, you want to see those guys have success and I'm very close with his family and and, uh, just super happy for him. And and it is pretty cool to be able to share this experience with him. Yeah, looking forward to seeing where the Seahawks land on the Rams 2022 schedule and who will be behind center for Seattle when LA does connect with them. Liam, uh, congratulations on returning to Los Angeles and all the great things going on in your life here at the facility and more importantly, back at home. I appreciate you guys having me on. All right, we're off and running with the 2022 campaign here on Rams Revealed. 